Good evening, everybody. It's Monday, December 20... No. No. It's Monday, December 19th, and it's time for the Jake and Skullhead Show. I'm Mr. Skullhead. Jake will be on the line directly as soon as I call him, like this. Hey, buddy. Good evening. How you doing? How's it going, Mr. Skullhead? Oh, you know. I am leaving for, uh... Florida in less than 12 hours. Oh, yeah? So Did you exciting. tell me what you're doing in Florida? Yeah, I'm visiting my little sister who just had twins, and the rest of the family's coming out, too. So a big sister's flying in from California with her whole family, and parents are coming down from Tennessee, so... Yeah, so that makes a, you a double uncle? That'd be a, a double Dutch uncle, I think. Okay, so that means you have to go down there and give them their first fart under a blanket. Right. Fart under a blanket is the thing that you make for breakfast. Yeah, it's like a pig in a blanket, only you put, like, some sauerkraut underneath some dough. Uh, I was going to say baked beans under a piece of toast. Hmm. I think that's the way the British do it. And then you cook it in a Dutch oven. Hmm. So I think that might be the way the Dutch do it. i got to be careful and stop offending the Dutch. Yeah, that Seems was like another... everything I do these days offends the Dutch. Yeah, wait, what else offends the Dutch? Oh, I don't know. Uh, there was a joke on uh, Video Games Hot Dog that mm-hmm. supposedly offended the Dutch. Goes on and on. Uh, we offend the Jews uh, now with our peppermints. Hmm. The yeah. Jews with the peppermints and the Negroes with our uh, monkeys. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> You know, I I, uh, I realized that for another purpose, I had uh, drawn another uh, cinnamon disc today, and mm. I actually did it with uh, did it with six little arms of swirl instead of uh, four little arms of swirl. Uh-huh. And I briefly considered rep- replacing the cinnamon or the cinnamon government disc uh, picture with the less swastika and the more buttholey one. Right. But I was like, you know, no. Because I don't want to, I don't want to have to feel the one comment that somebody will make that was like, "I can't believe you capitulated to this bullshit," when it would not have actually been an act of capitulating to it. Yeah, and that is super annoying that we get both the complaints about something that's offensive and then complaints if we change it. Well, it just means we've got a community full of every viewpoint. Hmm. That is equally intolerant of each other's viewpoints. Yeah, man, I uh, I got sick as fuck on Wednesday, right. and then I thought that I was better, but then today I kind of feel like shit again. Ah, I uh, I just it's some something, something's got me in the throat. Whenever I get the wintertime crud, it lasts the entire winter. Like the years that I happen to get it, it's just like December to March. There ain't no cure for the wintertime crud. Exactly. I don't know. I just felt like I was getting better. I, th- I think I need to. I went to I went to a party and and hooted and hollered and smoked a lot of cigars. And I think that probably that probably was what did me in. Right. I should I should just take it easy. I should sit very still in a very soft chair. You should switch from cigars to menthols. Ooh yeah. Because I mean, menthol is what's in cough drops. Ergo. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like smoking a cough drop. Yeah, healthy, mm-hmm. guaranteed. Um, yeah, so because of that, I haven't really done much. I uh, played played a lot of uh, played a lot of that there new Star Wars video game. Uh, it sucked on a lot of cough drops. Took a lot of baths. Right. 
uh, and then the rest of it was just working, which you know the the, the kids the kids on the listening box they know they know what we've been doing. Right. Uh, Hot stuff made an extremely disturbing animation today that everybody will get to enjoy in an hour and twenty three minutes. I, w- I would call that less disturbing and more awesome, though. Yeah, oh, it's it's good. It's just like <laughs> it makes me shudder. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that that stuff rolls out smoothly. If not, I guess I'm right here at a computer. Right. I'll keep my ear to the ground. What have you been up to these last 10? We did a show last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was only the Wednesday stuff that I skipped. There wasn't a, wasn't a whole high, heck of a lot going on. We had a Christmas party last night. That was pretty cool. And not last night, night before. What was the theme? It was a uh, happy was it Tommy birthday. Tommy knocking at your door? Yeah, uh, yep. Carolers? Tommy Carolers? <laughs> the Tommy Carolers. It was the happy birthday Jesus. And they just show up party. at your house and ring the doorbell and then sing Pinball Wizard. <laughs> right. Wouldn't the Tommy Knockers do the same thing just without ringing the doorbell? Well, they, they're just like, hey, uh, look at my boobs. And then they sing Pinball Wizard. Because hmm. not I figured they would just knock on the door. I guess um, everything is funnier with boobs in it, though. Sure. The, the, I, you know. Why are why are they called knockers? Where did that come from? They're not like knockers. They're really. kind of like door knockers. Like to, like rings, like like no. the, the the things that the rings are hanging from, or like some door knockers are the like the kind of lump of metal that's shaped like a boob and is okay. on a hinge. Some are just a giant boob. Yeah, some are attached to a woman via the chest. The quickest way to a woman's heart is to use her knocker. Let her heart know that you want in. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. That is the way that you do it. Anyway, uh, go on about your party. Yeah, I don't know. That was a, a happy birthday Jeebus party, is what it's called. There wasn't really a theme. It's not like a theme thing. Just everybody wears pajamas and eats cookies and watches the Die Hard trilogy. P- really? Mm-hmm. I mean, how's that? That seems like a theme to me. The theme being die, Christmas? Die Hard. Why the pajamas, though? That's weird. Just to relax. It's not like... It's, like, it's not like a 20-something, like, early 20s pajama party where people are like, Tee-hee, I sleep naked, so I'll just come in lingerie. It's everybody wearing pajama pants because they're comfy. Oh. So, I mean, so, like, sweatpants wouldn't be outside the scope of the theme, Right. This was like there wasn't really a theme, you know. We just it was a Christmas party where we watched Die Hard and everybody was cross dressed. Exactly. I feel like you were trying to dodge. You were trying to dodge something there. Like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Sure, it is. Set we're watching it. We're going to watch it on our Christmas Eve movie marathon. Die Hard, Love Actually, Gremlins. Mm. Just on three on picture in picture. I think <clears throat> I think I prefer Gremlins, Love Actually, Die Hard. I feel like crap and I'm tired What the F You're gonna bring your A game man This is our last show of the year Oh yeah Is it our last show of the year I think it will be because I won't be back from Florida Until the 27th Okay It is our last show of the year We We gotta go out with a bang not with a whimper Okay it's the most. We have to make it the most wonderful show of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I like. I think that I can manage not a whimper, but I might end up with a, sort of more of a wheeze or a hack than okay. a, uh, than a bang. Well, I've been a hack for years. 
<laughs> uh, I, I've been uh, studying the works of, uh, of uh, Polly Shore so as to improve my ability to use the wheeze. The wee? Uh, That's the thing that he said, right? Yeah, he the said the, the weasel. The weasel, yeah. Okay, weasel. Um, catchphrase guy. Yeah. Catchphrase. Every generation has a catchphrase guy. Who's this generation's catchphrase guy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, the guy from The Office. Hmm. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> right. Damn it. Uh Oh boy! Uh, yeah, man, I don't really have anything to talk about. I, I we went to a holiday party um, and uh, had some really really good food. I don't know what the, this guy like caters his his Christmas party, uh, and I don't know if it's like some friend or relative of his has a catering company that just like goes all out for him. Hmm. Uh, had some. Uh, it looked like a big thing of pasta, but it was actually a bunch of asparagus, like white asparagus. Uh, some some delicious beef uh, sort of boluses in a liquid. Uh, some hammered uh, chicken. Um, like, is that like drunk chicken only more so? Yeah, general general hammers chicken. My Mike Hammer, general Mike Hammer's chicken. Ah, general Armand um, Hammer. Yeah. Uh, our friend got drunk and walked home uh, from the party uh, by way of a lake that he fell in. Uh, <laughs> But luckily, without without any serious incident, um, we got. It seems like this was not too far away from a story about a buddy of ours drowning because he drunkenly stumbled into a lake and then couldn't get out. Right, I'd like to think there think there would be just a little bit less laughing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it turned out okay, I guess. Apparently, I didn't leave the party until like two, and I guess after I left is when the tequila got broken out. Mm. Uh, when everybody was already uh, cinco sheets to the wind, how do you say wind in Spanish? Uh, viento. Viento. Yeah. How do you say sheet in Spanish? Sabana. Sabana. Yeah. Uh, cinco sabanas al viento. Exactly. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They did that thing where you break plates, which I. Was, uh, I don't know. At the. Is that a Kwanzaa thing? Uh, it's a Greek thing. You say "opa" and you break. Everybody breaks a plate. That's something about like breaking all of your bullshit so that you could start a new year with no bullshit. <laughs> you can start a new year by buying new plates. Yeah. Well, he bought plates. He buys plates for the party so that people can break them. Um, we were standing there, uh, and I was standing there with my beer, and the guy who later. Uh, fell in the lake, ironically, was concerned about uh, all of our safety and said, I think it might be dangerous for us to be standing this close to them throwing these plates. And I said, nah, it'll be okay. And right as my sentence ended, a little fragment of plate fell into my beer. Uh, Just right on cue. So, yeah, those are... I feel like I just told all these stories. I'm getting podcast fatigue. Mr. Skelet, I... Even though I even though I went in almost a week without doing any podcast, I think I went an entire week. You got you've got to hold back some a material for the show. Yeah, I just don't when when there's not a lot going on when when it's like all I'm doing is playing a video game and working and sleeping. Yeah, and taking taking baths. I have taken probably one bath a day for the last like eight or ten days, which is uncharacteristic. Yeah, this is the cleanest you have ever been. 
uh, oh, it's not really a cleaning kind of thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't take anything in there with me. Uh, well, I, mean, I guess I take a lot of things in there with me. A lot of bacteria. A lot of uh, dead skin. Uh, I don't know. I just keep feeling like, ah, you know, a bath would make me feel better. And it kind of does. I need to get one of those things that floats in the bathtub and acts as a set of speakers for your iPhone. Mm. I've seen a couple of things that are uh, trays that go across the bathtub to hold, like, a book and a candle and a wine glass. A bell, a book, and a candle. Exactly. A book about Bella Swan, which I know you're reading right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I read a book in the bathtub once, but, you know, I just... I don't like... It makes me nervous. The whole point of taking a bath is to relax, right? And, and having a book in the bathtub, if it's a book that I care about at all, or, you know, a book that I just, like, don't want to go through the hassle of letting it sit to dry out when I'm in the middle of reading it, uh, you know? Uh, I just... It, I, I, I can't be... I can't get comfortable. Huh. Maybe you need also, a tray. Yeah. What's that? Maybe you need a tray. I don't think so, you know, because I, I, I like uh, I like having my hands under the water when I'm taking a bath. I see. It's so that you can touch your junk. No, so that I can hold my butt cheeks apart and make the fart bubbles bigger. Ah, gotcha. Um, no, I, you know, I just like to put as much of me underwater as possible. I'm, I'm a good-sized dude, right? And the overflow drain on the bathtub is relatively low. It's like a nice big wide bathtub, but it's not a very long bathtub. And so it is, I, I can't really get a lot of me into it. Uh, so it's very difficult. I, I can't get my entire body under the water. Yeah, with a bathtub like, I, like that, I always end up putting a, like stuffing a rag into the overflow. Hmm. I hadn't thought of that. Maybe I'll try it though. Because I'm not going to let the man tell me how full I can fill my bathtub. Yeah, you're not gonna let the you're not gonna let the civil engineers that figured out how. <laughs> you know, I, I I always get nervous. I'm like, you know, I'm putting a whole lot of weight in this thing, and then I'm sitting in it, and I'm I'm at my most vulnerable. Hmm. I was worried that it's just gonna collapse through the floorboards. I don't know why I don't feel that way about like my bed. I do feel that way about my shower, and I think that's a, a valid concern. Hey, your shower will collapse through the floor. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been leaking for a while, I think, and I need uh, I, I haven't been using it because the contractor said I wouldn't use that if I were you. Huh. Okay, cool. And then he also said I'll email you a quote on Friday, and that was like two weeks ago. I'm like, huh. God fucking damn it! Because he's a contractor, and yeah, because he's a contractor, and apparently uh, the contracting business is just fucking booming in spite of the fact that nobody is actually building anything or doing anything, right. and they don't need to do even the most rudimentary customer service. What is it with those guys, Mr. Skullhead? Yeah. And they guys. work on fucking commission. They work on commission. And contacting me with a quote is 5% as much work as driving to my house, evaluating the situation, and talking to me about it for half an hour. You know? Yeah. I stayed home from work for that guy. I don't know what the fuck. And it's like, do I want to go after them to give them my money? I don't think that I do. I think I want to find somebody else. Yeah. But then once you run through all of the somebody else's. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there are probably hundreds of contractors in Phoenix that will do that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. 
it's just it's amazing to me that anybody ever gets anything done. It seems like you can only do like one or two things a year. Because <laughs> where does all the fucking time go? Uh, Maths, I guess. Don't ask me. I'm surprised at the end of every day that the day is, the day is ending, and an angel just got its wings. I'm surprised at the end of every morning that it's lunchtime. Indeed. Um. Uh, yeah. You want to? Uh, do you want to get into this here forum thread? It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like we got a lot of non KOL rated, but rated KOL related. Rated K. Rated oh, well. What are you? Are you like put, putting together an erector set or something? Erector. I'm trying to open a beer. Oh. I may just do it the fast and loud way instead of the prolonged and. Holding it against your desk and smacking your fist into it. Yeah. Really? I wouldn't do that on a piece of furniture I was using. <laughs> That's the thing you do at somebody else's house or at a, uh, <laughs> right. at, like at a hotel. I don't think I've done that really at all, except for after having seen somebody else do it at a party or something. I figure, well, this may not be that guy's house. And right. the guy may be a total asshole, but at least somebody else has done it first. I mean, I think the reason that I do that in hotel rooms most often is because a hotel room is the place where you're the most likely to be with beer and no bottle opener. Right. But, yeah, you know, now that I, you know, now that I, uh, now that I carry a bottle opener with me all the time in the form of my Leatherman Juice S2, uh, <laughs> I only run into it when, uh, the man won't let me fly with my Leatherman Juice S2. Does it have a big blade on it or something? You no, know, they'll just take it away. I mean, it, it, I don't trust them to actually let me on a plane with a knife that's short enough to not be... To take the time to measure your knife? I mean, and I just don't... Like, I never get to the airport in enough time that I'd be willing to, like, lose it, you yeah. know? I'm not going to be able to pop back out and put it in my check bag because if, if I'm checking a bag, I just put it in there. But if I'm just flying somewhere without a check bag, which is most of the time, yeah, then I just like am annoyed by not having it. Maybe I ought to just buy a second one to take with me. Mm -hmm. I just like if I just like concealed it in my carry-on, I don't think it would be a thing. Like, like I just went, I took so many lighters onto planes when you couldn't take lighters on planes. Yeah, I, just, I did that just, by keeping them in my pocket. Yeah, just put it in your pocket and like, you know what? That's all right. They just don't care. Remember that time you, somebody gave you a Zippo and you had to, they, they wouldn't let you take it on the plane even though it was yep. still in the box and had never had fluid in it? Yeah, I remember telling them this is a box with some dry cotton in it. Like, can I just take the cotton out? And then it's seriously just a box. Like, can I just keep the part of this that you can't replace? I said no. But you know what happened was the, the person who got me that was awesome. And bought me another one and mailed it to me. Oh. That was Aubrey Ann, wasn't it? That was Aubrey Ann. Aubrey Ann is rad. You know what I'm going to do tomorrow? Speaking of uh, rad players, I'm going to... Uh, I, my, my girlfriend ended up with a little uh, miniature Christmas tree that somebody gave her. Like one of those little, you know, like a white plastic Christmas tree. Uh-huh. Uh, 
and I'm going to take that into the office, and I'm going to hang from it all of the ornaments that were sent to uh, sent to the office by players this year, which was a really surprising number. Really? Uh, yeah. And then I'm going to take a picture of it, and I'm going to post a list of the people who sent us ornaments, and a thank you. Hmm. Um, and that will make those people happy, and will probably make it so we get a hundred times as many ornaments the following year. <laughs> it becomes Send them an item. Um, yeah, no. Not going to do that. Um... Well, if you make a real-life version of a KOL item as an ornament, I will send it to you. See, that would be a way to get us 10,000 tiny plastic swords with a piece of dental floss tied around the handle. <laughs> right. I don't know why I thought you'd go out of your way to buy a tiny plastic sword but not use fishing line. or What, what do you use? What do you use to make an ornament dangler like that? Fishing line? You use fishing line, right? Fishing yeah, I would line. use fishing line. Yeah. Not dental floss. I was like, ooh, this, this has a festive minty smell. <laughs> I mean, I would just go straight to the hook, maybe. Just oh, like yeah. wind yeah. a little piece of wire around. Right. Yeah. You, go, you get those hooks are probably pretty cheap. Right. I always hate buying something like that. Because it's like, you know what? I've thrown away thousands of these in my life. As I work at a, uh, I work at a Christmas uh, decoration uh, euthanasia home. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let's answer some fucking questions. All I'm right. not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not paying attention to this show, Mr. Skullhead. What is the matter with me? Yeah. What is up with that? I'm. Fourth I'm thread. on, man. If you if you hear me typing, it's because I'm typing notes for later discussion in the show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is that really what you're doing? Maybe. Yeah, so also, apparently uh, I, I've seen the new Twitter for the first time uh, when I logged on to our, our Twitter to look at the website and uh, you know I I am inclined to complain about it I'm disinclined to complain about it really yeah I mean like I, it is slightly different in to me kind of trivial ways and some of the ways in which it's different are a little bit more convenient well, so far, the, there's only one thing that I want when I log on to uh, log on to Twitter, and that is to look at our ad replies. And now, to do that is two clicks instead of one click. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because there's home, connect, and discover. You have to go to connect and then hit mentions instead of just there being a tab at the top that is just. So you know, it's like. The, the default view on the things related to your account is like lists of everybody who followed you and stuff. And so it just takes the things that you want to look at and spreads them out with a bunch of other shit in between them. Otherwise known as the Facebook gambit. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, who knows? Are these in random order based on how interested I might be in them? Right. Is this everything or is this not everything? Like, why does anyone on earth think that the way that Facebook does anything is even acceptable, much less good. Yeah, it's been getting more and more like that, too. And it's just, like, it's terrible and it never gets any better. You just get more used to it. Because it's still interesting to see what all your friends are talking about and what's going on, but it's it just gets less and less likely that you're ever going to be able to see a filtered list of things in the order that they were fucking posted and being able, used to be able to filter it by your little groups and now you can't really do that anymore and yeah it's kind of ridiculous 
Mm. I mean, they're computer people, right? So they have to keep changing shit. There, there is a sort of a chronic allergy to leaving well enough alone. You know, we're guilty of that. Look at this fucking behemoth that we've created. Yeah, well, like, I wouldn't say that we change things a whole lot just to change them. Sure, sure. We add a lot of things. We do change things, and people complain. You know, yeah. you change things and people will complain. That's a thing that happens on the internet. Yeah. Uh, boy. Uh, so, this forum thread. Let's take a look at that. Actually, let's look at the Twitter mentions to see if there is anything. Right. Um... Yeah, Sean Reedinger says, When I sent someone to tickle me, Emilio, the post-sending message had quoted instead of my character name. Let's let you talk to people about quoted. Which looks like quote ID, uh, which looks like some code that's being displayed instead of your name. Have I lost you? No. Was I supposed to say something clever? When I... Well, explain to people what that is. When you see what... Are you just not listening at all? I have no idea what you're talking about. The, you, okay, the thing that is generating hundreds of bug reports and confusing everybody, which is that one of the elves refers to you as quoted, right. which just looks like some code that got left in. I, I want you to explain this to everybody, because uh, that, that was your baby. I mean, I know, because I, I talked to you about it. <laughs> right. Generating hundreds of bug reports, really. That's interesting. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if it's hundreds, but I was it's in enough. The, I was in the process of logging on to our Twitter, and then that extra click was what I was doing when you were reading yeah, that. Yeah, just, so. just fucked you up. Yeah, I... Wow. It is interesting that people are doing that, because... Uh, that... Is real dumb. I don't know. I, I like figuring out what people in a certain imaginary group would call people who weren't in that group. Like, mm -hmm. all of the guys who are made out of sugar call you, like, Meat Man or something, because that's what they would call you. Like, the reason that they are different from you is what you're made of. So, uh -huh. the word quotidian means everyday or mundane or days that are not special. Like, if there is an opposite of holiday, it is quotidian? Yeah. So holiday is a holiday is an adjective. Yeah. If there's an an, a, an alternate to a, a special day, right? So the elves are constantly in a state of holiday. They're you know they're crimbo elves. They're always in crimbo, and so what they call you is is quoted from quotidian, which is short for every you know so every day. Sure. You're an everyday the guy. You are everyday people. It originally was quotidianer, but that just seemed really unwieldy mm -hmm. yeah I mean I think the, the I think the issue that's causing the confusion is that like you know yes we, we have decided that this is what elves call outsiders but we never really told anybody that and this one elf of the maybe 30 elves you've talked to in your history as a KOL player uh, calls you that and I think the word just it looks like it looks like a variable name it looks like quote ID, quote ID or something, right? <laughs> like it, it's a, I thought that it was like a cutting and pasting error from Word. Wouldn't it have an I ampersand saw that text in front of before it? I read the devlog that morning. Yeah. Wouldn't it have an ampersand in front of it? it, it, it unless it was a cut and unless it was a search and replace mistake. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it didn't make any sense. I just, I was like, that's really weird it, because it seems like that was there in place of like, you know, player name yeah uh, yeah I don't know um now it's a trope though 
so we can do it in the future and people will know. I mean, that's the way that we do things, right? You know? Sure. We make sure. up words and we throw them in there and... Sure, I just thought it was interesting that this one, this one seemed like, seemed so much like a mistake. It, it's always interesting to me to, to see which things we do that we do on purpose but look like an error. Right. You know? Like, sometimes I will write a sentence and I'll be like, you know, this, this grammar is correct but people are going to think that it's not like people are going to interpret this, you know, they're going to interpret this like helper verb as an adjective that is the same word as the helper verb or, or a preposition or whatever. Right. And it's going to seem like this is wrong. And so I just kind of, you know, I either can't do it that way or I have to like deal with the fact that people are going to be like, wait, what, what does that mean? I had, there was some sentence, I had a conversation back and forth with a guy in the early days of KOL for like a real, and he was polite, but he just kept telling me that there was a grammatical error in this sentence, and I don't remember what it was, but it was, it was some joke about the Beatles. I remember that, but it was, it was just a failure to interpret some possessive pronoun as a possessive pronoun on his part. Huh. And so I was like, no, that's, that's correct. And he was like, no, 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 it's really, it's, it's really not like, and you know, neither of us were like being assholes about it. It was just like this <laughs> confusing back and forth PM conversation. And then I, I was like, no, 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 it's short for the, you know, X is or whatever. Like it was, a, it was a contraction that he was interpreting as a possessive, I think. Ah, uh, gotcha. Anyway, um, Somebody said something about this. Uh, I don't know who posted this thing, this all this thing. I don't know what that is. I looked at it, and it's a thing where you sign up and you get a certain amount of currency that you can spend on a 10-minute online chat with somebody. <laughs> Which, you know, that seems like that, that is an interesting thing if people use it, right? Like, that is a potentially interesting thing if a bunch of people that you might want to talk to. I mean, I think the idea is that you talk to people and gain value and collect that value, and then you can use it to, like, talk to people who are, you know, who have value in talking to them, like a celebrity, for instance. Gotcha. Like, you just buy with this virtual currency FaceTime with somebody. And, you know, when Twitter first came out, I was like, you know, that just seems like a thing that I'm not interested in and neither is anyone else going to be. But right. then once everyone started using it, its value became clear. It was like a weird chicken and egg thing, right? Yeah. Like, had I known, when when Lore Schoberg first posted, like, hey, check out this thing that just launched. I think it's pretty cool. It's Twitter. Had I known that one day, like a bunch of musicians and writers and TV dudes and actors and whatever that I like would regularly be using it and I could get that sort of level of communication with them day to day, I would have said, oh, wow, that sounds awesome. Is you know, it communication, though? It It is, right? Because, like, the, if you if you said something funny enough at bill corbett he would reply to you or he would repost it yeah, probably. right like yeah. you can type you can type a thing and weird al will see it 
right? right. It, it might be the case that there are too many people doing it for Weird Al to actually see it. But if I, I am guessing that in Weird Al's case in particular, you could reply to a thing that he posted with at Weird Al, and Weird Al will probably read the thing that you just wrote. Yeah. And I think it is it is like a small enough thing where you can literally sit down and read a hundred of them in five minutes that it whereas he would not sift through an email box if it were publicly available. Although, you know, maybe he did maybe he would because he's a super nice guy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I like I don't think that in general it is I mean, we use Twitter to communicate with our fans, right? Like yeah. the ones who follow us on Twitter. And we use it we use it in a very you know, especially now that we've stopped really fucking around that much. It is just more of like a news feed, which that's it's one way communication, but it's definitely communication. Yeah, it's like I I just have never sent a tweet to one of the like mid level celebrities that I follow and had anything come of it. Yeah. So Well maybe you should send better tweets. I guess. But I mean you know, they they probably saw it, and maybe they chuckled, and then they moved on, right? I mean, it's a, sure. a, you know, it's it's not like eh. it's just weird to see like on say like Will Wheaton's Twitter feed. You know that a hundred people a minute are sending him stuff, and they're just trying to get a response from him because that's you know that's how you win Twitter. Well. Really? Yeah, I mean, do you think most people? Do you happen. think most people see it that way? I don't see it that way. Well, uh, you wouldn't think that sending something to somebody you were trying to start a conversation with and having them respond to you isn't that like the win condition for that interaction? No, because it is. This is not. It's not like an IM client, right? It, it's it's a thing like. In in to to my understanding of it, and in my interpretation of it, and I know that that like a lot of people don't treat it this way, but it is saying something in public, right? So like what you're saying needs to be good enough to say on its own. Yeah, right. It's not something that you're saying to them. It's something that you're saying sort of near them. Right? And but what I see is a lot of people using it as, dude, what could I say if I had Will Wheaton's ear for a second? Mm-hmm. And so it's less people trying to be clever and more like, "Hey, just heard you liked this thing. What did you think of it?" And I don't know, trying to start conversations. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess people do it that way. And nothing ever comes of that. Yeah, I just you know, I kind of but... when I was doing the Kickstarter for the comic, I had like respectfully and in, in a low key way tweeted at people who we'd met before and who would I thought be interested knowing that it was out there and didn't get anything off of that hmm. and that was kind of sad if it looks like you're trying to sell more. something I'd be more inclined to no, I would blame the medium more than I think it's hard to get any individual thing heard in there because the, like the, the number of at will w's in a day must be staggering do you think? I guess yeah. that's not a thing that you can see if you're not him, huh? Right. Or can you? I mean, I, like, to. you could see any of the things that were posted if you were looking at those people's feed. The thing that really drove me nuts about it in the beginning is when people were actually using it to have conversations. Because you'd be following somebody, and you would just be seeing half of everything that they had in, a, in an exchange until people sort of learned how to use it and learned that that was annoying. Like, I don't really see that happening anymore. I don't know. 
I finally stopped following Neil Gaiman. <laughs> Got tired of hearing what uh, Amanda Palmer was up to? Yeah. Every once in a while, every once in a while, there'd be an interesting thing that he said, but mm. yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else is on there? Uh, Jay Gibson says, once this event is over, can we put the completed diorama in our campsites, like the certificate of participation? No. 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 Sorry. Uh, Darren Bob Public and Tim Kelly both uh, both like their comic books that they received in a physical package in the mail. That's that's yeah, exciting cool. news. Yep. Just sent out um, about 150 more of those today. Hmm. Did you get our box uh, sent our way yet? I have not done that yet. Because I want to see one. Are they in plastic bags? Uh, yeah, they're bagged and boarded. Oh. Are you doing that by hand, or is that how they came? No, we're doing it by hand. Okay. It's just another little extra step <laughs> that I decided to add to this process. Yeah. I mean, it helps with, especially with the ones that have the big full-color sketches in the package, too. It helps to have something that's that rigid in there so this the sketch doesn't get bent <clears throat> so jamelli jamelli says that quoted uh has generated 30 book reports not hundreds very well uh thirds I, of hundreds i understand that the times that it occurs are times in which you might have expected the guy to call you by name which is something that the game does occasionally yeah so yeah i understand that i just didn't think of it that way because when i see it i know that it's this guy kind of calling you Somebody who's not a member of my group. I don't know, man. Sometimes yeah. I have ideas. So it looks like if this is to be if this is to be believed, if my search for at Will Wheaton on on Twitter is 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 producing comprehensive results, I mean it looks like he gets from one to zero an hour. Huh. Which is more which is more in line with what I what I expected. Right, just because people don't... I feel like the overwhelming majority of Twitter users don't post anything to Twitter. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong about saying that. Maybe that's, maybe that's like, you know, self-bias. self, self, uh, self bias. That's what I do. I've posted maybe five things on my personal Twitter account that I have that I use for following dudes. I fully, I always fully intend to post things on Twitter, but I usually just end up checking and reading yeah. the last, like... 20 minutes of feed yeah I mean I just I, I tend to I follow a few enough people that I can usually if I look at it once a day it never overflows huh. uh, what what my phone client will display um, eh, you know yeah let's see Florin wrote in the forum thread are the year long familiars still on pace to be released in January uh, yeah I think so I got a bunch of arts uh, to do, and I know that C.D. Moyer was waiting for a handful of things from you. Yep, I have a little more writing to do on it. Yeah. And that's you're all set uh, on that before you get uh, before you get gone. At least all the at least all the decisions have been made, right? Like it's it's theoretically yeah, at a it's, point. Where, yeah. It's some um, filler text and some items. I'll have to do some of them while I'm in Florida. And, okay. you know, I have a, a good three days when I get back. Sure. It is a good three days. Um, yeah, I got a lot of artwork to do. I, 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 had, I said I'm just not going to worry about the art on this thing until after Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. the, like the time between Christmas and New Year's. Because I'm not going anywhere on January 1st, which is like this is the first, this is the first year in the last, I don't know, six 
that I haven't been leaving on a long trip on January 1st. Huh. Um, so I, I just, and I, it, it, it has gotten to the point where this time of year feels like there is this looming deadline ahead of me where it's like, I got to get this shit taken care of okay. before I leave because I'm always gone for all of January. And it's like, I just keep having to remind myself I'm not going anywhere. Like I have one of those things that I want, which is like eight months at home. Hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm like in, in the, getting towards the end of it. I guess it was like six. Anyway. When's your next travel? March. Hmm. So, uh, you know, that's that's so far away. So far. So far away. Tired of making love on the telephone? No. I'm tired of making out on the telephone, making love and being all alone. Um, so, yes, I believe that those things are going to be released in January. Item of the month is, like, full-on, like, I want to do a little bit of, uh, of, like, additional writing stuff on it, but, like, apart from just drawing a handful of things, like, that's totally, that's totally in the bag, which never happens. We never have the item of the month, like, done, especially in the middle of fucking Crimbo and a content familiar. We're... I don't know. We're on the we're on the ball. We're on the ball this month. We're all the MVP. Yes, we're the most we valuable person. We all get our bonuses this year. Who? Except for me, because for tax purposes, it doesn't make any sense for me to get myself a bonus. You can oh, give yourself a bonus um, every night. Yeah, <laughs> you can give yourself a pat on the back. Uh, also, are the changing flags on things like the fudgicules, use slash use multiple to no use, a product of changing design choices, or are you trying to obfuscate what the crimbo items are for? The changing flags on the... Oh, oh, no. Uh, that was... So, when I, I started out, like, alright, well, I'll just make... If you have the wand in inventory, I will just make the fudgicules a uh, multi-use crafting item. But then I was like, no, 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 that would be such a dick move, because... The, the recipes call for like 100 and 200 and, I, and like I don't want people to have to try every integer which they would uh, every integer between one and however much the biggest one is like 2500 or whatever yeah. it was like yeah fuck 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 I can't I can't do it that way but I was down to the wire which is why the way the fudge one works is kind of annoying for people uh, where I just made it it was like the choice adventure framework it's like all right yeah it is trivial to just do that level of complexity of operation in a choice adventure but it also just means like you can't you have to quit out of it um which is which is a thing right and it's a thing it was all you know i had the best of intentions with this like dialogue scripting language to go through and like well let's turn the kol guys into you know we're a super writing heavy game and we're an rpg we have like almost no dialogue tree stuff Right, which just seems like it's exactly what we should be doing, but in stuff like I don't know the yeah, it's just a business looking guy. I haven't even been drinking, Mister Scullet. This is all just maybe viruses. You should, maybe you should plug try. All my brain holes. Maybe you should start drinking. That's the problem. The uh, the NPC dialogue stuff is all in choice adventures, and you have to leave them, right? You can't just, like, click on your inventory in the middle of a conversation that uses that. And in cases where people would be accustomed to doing things like that, it's like, ah, uh, you know, they're going to complain about me adding an extra click to this process, and they're going to be right. Huh. So that's just like... Anyway, I, I acknowledge that the, uh, that the fudge one thing is a little cumbersome, and uh, I apologize for that. 
Uh, but I'm not going to fix it because it's, you know, not going to be an issue for that much longer. Test Striker says, has PETA ever said anything about all the seal clubbing going on? No. I think it's clear that the seals that you're clubbing are uh, freaky, demonic seals. Yeah. I wish that they would... Uh, I mean, PETA, I feel like what they normally do is they have sexy naked gals uh, in various situations. Yeah, they could send some sexy naked gals over to protest outside the, outside yeah. the office. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't want to be a sexy naked gal in, uh, in that neighborhood. That's true. People uh, people will be leering at you in Spanish. Some uh, some new graffiti appear, appeared in the alley. That was cool. Is that is it still the case that you're responsible for painting over graffiti that appears in the alley? It's not because we uh, we did that thing where we got permission from the city to put gates up. Ah. I don't know if I ever actually told this story uh, to you or, or to the radio listeners. I, I might have. But so there, there was a bunch of just like a ton of uh, just like... I don't even think it's like gangbangers. I think it's just like punk kids and hobos, right? Like hobos will go and drink in the alley, leave their beer bottles laying around. Punk kids will come through, break all those bottles, and, uh, you know, like set a tire on fire is a thing that happened the other day. So a guy down the way, uh, and our neighbor, like three doors down, was like, you know what? Let's put a stop to this. So we talked to the city. He was like, can we put up gates? It was like this, this this alley used to be a city easement because the garbage and uh, recycling pickup used to be in the back where the alley was. And he called the city and he was like, hey, can we, if, can we put up gates? Like, you, you don't need this anymore. Can we just make the alley private property? And the city said, sure. If you put the gates up, that's fine. And so he got the apartment complex that owns one entire side of the alley to agree to pay for one of the gates and got everybody on our side of the alley to chip in to pay for the other gate. But then in the middle of the process, the apartment complex changed owners, and the new owners were like, fuck you, we're not giving you any money. Uh, So now there's a gate at one end of the alley, which has helped a lot, but it's still not... Like, it's not so much about keeping people out, because it's not much of a gate. You know, it's about, like, if you have a choice of two alleys to go down and pass out and drink, you're going to go down the one that doesn't have a gate on it. Right. You know, so it cut down the traffic by about half. Um, And... (laughs) Yeah, I you know I, I need to I need to go talk to that guy and say just like look you know we we could probably work something out where my company will just pay for the gate at the other end because it's like not even that much money, and uh, and then we actually get to uh, once that's done we can fill out another form and then after a certain amount of time it just becomes our property and we can extend the lot lines, huh? You know which is like that seems like oh cool more pro- you know my my property that I own just got bigger but then it's like well. I would have to like tear down Mr. Gorbachev. <laughs> I would have to say Mr. Gorbachev because I would call Gorbachev and Sons Masonry. Tear down this wall, and they uh, would come the out and like, look at it, and then they would never call you back. <clears throat> yeah, and build new build new walls or whatever, and then it'd just be like weird. There'd be all these weird like walled in spaces huh. on uh, on either side, which I think would be kind of cool, right? But yeah. yeah, I don't know. Cooler than an alley full of sadness. Yeah, yeah. That tire fire was like, that's a that's a rallying cry. Yeah. Somebody just went back there, set a tire on fire, and threw it into the, a giant clutch of bushes. <sighs> which it, you know, I think left to its own devices, it probably would have just burned out and been fine. But it's like somebody that would do that would would throw it into the abandoned house next door or whatever. And it's like, you know, this. 
I, what I want to do is just go out there when somebody is spraying graffiti on the wall and just like hit them with a bat until they leave. And then maybe they won't do that anymore. And maybe they won't do that to anybody else's wall either. Yeah, and if you do that, though, suddenly you're the bad guy. Well, yeah. I mean, I think arguably you are the bad guy if you do that. <laughs> they bring a can of spray paint, you bring a bat. That's so if it was away. a kid, then sure. If it was like a, if it was like some, you know, belligerent, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of people wandering around that neighborhood that I have to imagine deserve to get hit with a bat. True. You know, I don't know exactly why, but they're guilty of something. I think you should become a bat-carrying vigilante. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some sort of bat vigilante. Yeah. Uh, Nightwind two ninety two says, "Would you consider making the chef's staff made from peppermint into the first chef's staff to be part of an outfit, possibly with the cane mail pants and cane mail shirt?" No, I I don't want there to be an outfit. You know, and I'm going to say this, and probably be contradicted by something that has happened in the past uh, that already exists. But I don't want in a Mister Store item at least. For you to be able to make parts of an outfit a, that includes a shirt, yeah, um, because that's just like it's just a weird thing. Um, you know, you know, I would not be averse to getting rid of torso awareness as a thing and just having shirt be a slot. Boo. I know, I know, and I, I think that I'm probably the only person on staff who would feel okay with that. But it's just, it's a weird thing. It's a you weird know? thing, but it's a thing that differentiates our game, I feel. Well, I think if Torso a- Awareness was a thing that you got as part of, like, the main quest line, I would feel better about it, right? But as a thing that it's like, it, when when a new player says how do i how do i equip this shirt it is a really complicated answer right it is an answer that requires you to explain a whole bunch of other things well eventually once you beat the naughty sorceress you're going to start over and if you pick one of these three things when you start over then you get access to this other equipment slot right i mean i'd be happier if you just could never see a shirt right like if they wouldn't show up in mall searches even if you didn't have torso awareness um, but that just gets weird. I think it would be interesting to have a way to have a way to get torso awareness in every ascension path, every muscle, uh, the every zone for ascension. Yeah. So then, no matter what you pick for ascension, you're going to get the chance to get it. Sure, but I mean, people who people who are still holding out and never ascended, you know, well, like that those guys. Way. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, the, like, the, and those guys. They, we don't have to play ball with them, but it's just, I, you know, that's one of those things that, on a core level, I just look back and I think, ah, you know, this is probably not the way we should have done this. It was a hilarious like, joke for a while. People well, are asking, sure. why can't we wear shirts? And we we're like, oh, yeah. And I, you know, I also wish that, like, such a what seems like such a fundamental thing didn't have like a gnome joke in it that looks like a typo. You know? Yeah. Like and it's and it's sure it's like funny that it comes from the gnomes because what like they uh, you know ostensibly do not have a torso or whatever but yeah yeah I don't know I I don't think this is something that I actually need to fuck with uh-huh. but but it's a thing that I that I that I think about sometimes and and I sigh wistfully uh, wistically you sigh uh, heuristically 
Spriteless writes, do you ever trawl through the Make a KOL threads in the forums for ideas? No. No. Never. Uh, we, if, there's, if there's one thing that we are short on, it is not ideas. Every The, the only things that we do like that, if somebody writes in the forums a post that contains a really obvious joke that we missed, they're like, ah, yep, you're right. That should have been in there. <coughs> That's one thing. <coughs> Well, first of all, we go, ah, screw you, guy. And then we go, oh, yeah, I suppose. He's right. Dar says, uh, how come you managed to pick a creature paste type for the clownfish, but not the candy animals? They're either objects or beasts. What's the big deal? Pick one. And none of them made sense. It's not that I didn't... It's not that I didn't find the time to pick one or couldn't figure out what to make them. It's just that, like, it didn't... None of them really made sense for a monster made out of candy. And I didn't want to make a new kind of paste... So I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Right. Also, where does a general keep his armies? In his sleeveys. Ha, 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 ha. Top 12, your, 14. Uh, what? Do you want huh? to take what? our little music break? Yes, I want to. For me, it's going to be a lozenge break. Mm. Can All we right. do it long enough that I have time to brew myself a, a refreshing and a soothing cup of tea, maybe? I don't know. How long does it take you to brew a cup of tea? I'm guessing that I could brew and probably drink most of a cup of tea in 12 minutes. Okay. Well, we have uh, 15 on there. So. Okay. We'll see you in a little bit, folks. And we're back. Hey, Mr. Skullhead. Yo. Uh, a mentholated Hall's uh, lozenge and a, and a cup of uh, peppermint tea. Is there anything they can't fix? World hunger? No. Sorry, uh, sorry to be Captain Bring down there. No. I spent that entire break uh, trying to keep trying to get my kid to go to bed. Oh yeah. Yep. Usually, well, I mean, what the fuck's he got to do tomorrow? <laughs> the only day that he has to get up about the time he usually gets up anyway. Mm. And uh, yeah, he won't uh, won't stay in the bed. It's weird. Usually we sing the songs, read the books, put him in bed, and he's just out for the night, never hear another word out of him. We put him to bed like an hour ago, towards the beginning of the show, and uh, he, I kept getting texts from Jess saying that he was just walking to the door of his room and opening it and like taking off running. She had to put him back in over and over, and I just took the doorknob off of his room so that he couldn't do that anymore, so now he's just screaming himself hoarse up there he wants to get out. So that's what that's what's going on with my break. Wow, so you put your kid in a room with no no exit. Yep. That's an existential horror you're fostering. I also uh, want to take away his mouth, even though he must scream. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty rough. For him, I mean. For you, it'd probably be nice in the yeah, short term. pretty pleasant. Someday you're going to want him to be able to scream so that you guys can have uh, scream-versations. Uh, really? Yeah, that'll be what happens. Uh, I think uh, talking is slowly just going to evolve into everybody screaming at each other about their ideas. I think we're already there. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Top 1214 wrote, I consider Bad Moon to be the original challenge pad. It contains restrictions that require rethinking the way you normally play, has cool new content, it takes significantly, uh, but also takes significantly longer than a no-path run. Disclaimer, I also happen to like it a lot, and it's a nice break from no-path. Are you consciously designing in-season challenge runs to be short enough that they are almost always going to be more karma efficient than no path? 
or is there the possibility of a significantly longer challenge path? Selfishly, would Bad Moon ever be considered for a season? Perhaps for the season, doing away with lead-in requirements and having six class boards. Um, I don't. I don't think we're gonna do anything to Bad Moon. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like you know, it's the kind of thing that it it seems kind of like a challenge path. Uh, the thing that makes yeah, it's weird. I did not intend for the existing challenge paths to be faster than no path, right? Yeah. That was the thing that we needed to make sure that it was okay if that happened. But I think the way that we do things now is just friendlier, and so we're more inclined to give people a lot of, you know, a lot of tools and tricks and tips and tarts. Uh, Sorry, I'm finding it a little difficult to talk with the remnants of this lozenge in my mouth. I think, I know you're not supposed to do this, but I'm just going to chew up that hulls like fucking candy. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, what? I don't think it's distributing the, the menthol at the optimal rate. Uh, that's okay, man. I got work to do. I definitely expect the challenge paths in general, and I expect challenge paths in general to be things that take longer than no path. And I think once you find us doing things like the sort of like vague idea I have in my head for like the this challenge this challenge path is just a new class um, it will definitely be faster than like no skill no path but it won't I don't imagine that I would want to do something that was as slow as bad moon hmm. right because I mean with bad moon it's really just not having access to your skills and the fact that it's like hardcore right um, oh, yeah. and yeah. So I, I imagine that if we were coming up with a set of skills to give to a player in, you know, like Batman or whatever, that it would be, they would be 15 or 20 or however many we decide to do, 11, 10, 6, four skills. Four skills that together were significantly more powerful and, you know, got you a lot more resources and a lot more speed in your run than the skills of any other given class that exists, but, but that collectively were not probably as good as having every skill permit, mm -hmm. for instance, you know, um, so yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, like this is a young, uh, this is a young, uh, content vector for us. And so we don't know, we don't know what it's going to turn into. When do we have another one of these to do? Is it in January or is it in February? Is it January 15th? I don't know. I think, I think it's February 15th. Because I think I think we, when I was trying to work out the schedule, to not drive us crazy, I didn't want them happening right after the Crimbo rush. Yeah. Now, now Since we have everything two, else happening from here on. From here on out, the Crimbo and content familiar rush. Future years, we are fucking finishing these things by the end of November, because future years we don't want to have to deal with this again. Gotcha. This is we've done a year's worth of work this month. <laughs> and and still, my year's schedule is like sitting there. Mm. Mm. Uh, Eon has a space trip avatar. Uh, is it true that you might be updating PvP soon, he says? If so, can you give any details slash hints on how it might change? We keep getting up a good head of steam on that and then just wandering away from it. Um, but no, no hints. Elfin says, on the TV show Carnival, they talk about Asian women having sideways vaginas. Reminded me of you guys. Woohoo! Uh, also, 
Uh, also, my RSS feeder uh, reader, RSS reader, cut off the end of your announcement. Uh, by popular demand from like five years ago, the gift shop guy now has, and he said he half expected the rest of it to say a name. <laughs> Never. Never. F you, Gorblacks. Take that. Uh, Pokemon says, isn't it depressing to hear about all those that are less fortunate at this time of year? Poor souls like neglected orphans that have no presents for Crimbo. All the other kids are laughing and playing with their toys while this sad, forgotten child sits alone, staring out the window and trying to hold back the tears. It's almost enough to break your heart. Would you please do something to help? Can you find it in your hearts to give this poor, sad little D8 a multi-use effect? Yeah. And since all that was such a downer, why not make it a bit worse? Everyone please tell us what was the worst present you ever gave and or got for Christmas. Ah, huh. I can't think of anything. Yeah, I can't really think of a bad present that I ever got. I haven't, because you haven't told me anything to get you this year, I have yet to get you anything this year. <laughs> so we may just have to yeah. wait until we figure something out. I got you something off of Kickstarter, so but that means you won't get it until March. I yeah. figure on Christmas I'll send you a link to the Sure, to the but, that, but I mean, that's cool. You know, it's like, a, I, I, I honestly, I am entirely okay with the, like, making a donation in your name to a thing or, or whatever, you know, okay. like that. Like, I don't know. I'm hearing your kid shrieking. Maybe. Uh, that was the door creaking as the dog came in. Dog? There's the guy living upstairs has a dog. Oh. Your kid sounds suspiciously like a door, Mr. Skillhead. Hey. Are you sure you're the father? Are you sure? Are you sure that your wife didn't have sex with a doorman? <laughs> um, uh-huh. uh, what kind of dog is it? It's a little tiny thing. Kind of looks like Toto. The entire uh-huh. band. What was Toto? Toto was like a terrier. Yeah. An Irish, an he's, Irish coffee. I don't know if he's that terry. Like he's like a base level of terry. I wouldn't say he's terrier than anything else. He's terrier than a Chihuahua. Right. Man, I so after making the joke on an advice hot dog that I wanted to get a dog and name it Randy Macho Dog Savage, I was listening to a uh, I was listening to an episode of Stop Podcasting Yourself where they were interviewing some uh, or not really interviewing, but the guest was a this woman comedian from Canada who had a dog named Macho Man Chihuahua Savage. Aww. Whoa! Did that dog just topple a big shelf of beef? <laughs> what? No, that was me knocking over my beer bottle. Oh, I'm I'm just misattributing every sound that, that comes into your microphone. I am. Including all of the words that you're saying. Why are you still talking about sauerkraut? I always like hope that when there's, when there's some unusual noise that accidentally gets made over here, I'm always hoping you'll just let it go. Mm-hmm. On the off chance it doesn't show up in the recording, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe like people won't hear it. Jokes. Kevin always Kevin always wants me to shut up about the things that are going on in the environment too. He says that's like unprofessional and nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> Plus, I always edit all those out before I upload. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, before we do so that so that this is close to the break, so that I will know when this happens, and I really hope that I remember to do this. Uh, Gray Thin wrote into the thread, which I'm scrolling down to try to find it uh, because I want to get to it. Cue the Harvey Birdman thing. Hey, Jick, did you get the thing? I sent you. I did. I got uh, Grayson does some uh, does some voice acting, and he sent us a uh, a reading uh, of the Uncle Crimbo speech. Wow! From Crimbo Town, and I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that in right here. Beep. That beep was the sound of me editing it in. Wow. Neat. Um, actually, 
maybe I will edit it into the middle of some uh, convenient four-letter word. What's a good four-letter word? Uh, master. Hey, kid. Nice to see you again. How's it going? You having fun playing around in the diorama I put in your advent calendar? Good, good. Listen, here's the thing. The diorama is actually a magic portal to the place where I get all the candy we use in Crimbo Town. You know, the stuff the elves eat, the stuff we put in stockings. Everything comes from this place. It's a land where everything is made out of candy, so obviously it's called Sugarville. So I had maybe a little misunderstanding about some friendly wagers with Big Candy, the guy who runs things over there. Would you believe he completely cut off my supply? I figured... You being so good at what you do, you could beat some sense into those guys and maybe steal some candy from me to hold the elves over. What do you say? Oh, it goes without saying, but we're pretty hard up for candy right now, kid. And you don't want to see an elf without candy, trust me. It's like me without my breakfast whiskey. So, any candy you bring me, I'll trade you for candy credits. That's what we use for meat around here. The better the candy, the more credits you'll get. Uh, you can use those to buy presents to send to your buddies. Ration. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Curious how that's going to sound, but yeah, it was good. I we got some we got some free voice. If we ever decide to do a, we go the Bioware route and decide to do our next uh, our next online MMO is fully voiced. We should have him be Uncle Crimbo. Yeah. Um, Rama says, "Can we get a public basement channel? That way we could discuss general questions, strategies, spading, and if a clan needs help with a run or if somebody wants to offer services for a dungeon, huh? That is an idea with some merit." Um, I don't think I would call it basement. Uh, let's see. Wax says, on the highly probable chance you didn't just answer my uh, chat PM, will the do not open until Crimbo box be sendable after Crimbo? Will you have to wait 364 days to open it? Edit, you said yes. Did you really mean it? Yeah, so the way the CD Moyer did that, it was he coded it so uh, it is not openable until the Crimbo that is nearest to when you sent it uh, going forward. But that said, I don't know that I want to keep those in the store. Yeah, I would only put them in like December first. Mm-hmm. It, it would seem weird for it to be there all the time. Yeah, in fact, I think in fact I think I might pull them out on at rollover on Christmas Eve. Hmm. Right, like the the before the time when you can open them because it just doesn't make you know that it's. It, it seems like they just sort of become a griefing vector, right? Like, oh, here's that thing you wanted. It's in a... <laughs> you can have it next year. Uh, also, why can't we make a 100,000 fudge fudge butt that creates fudge for us and can't be traded? It could be a, new, a clan item and everyone would be shoving their hand in there to get the delicious fudge. How do you feel about that, Mr. Scarlet? A fudge butt that everybody in your clan sticks their hand in. That's awesome. Like a, a big butt with poop in it. That's awesome. Maybe you could get extra. You could get extra liquidy fudge by tickling the the, the taint. Right. Now, which reminds me, why couldn't the fudge wand have been an automated fudge packer? Fudge goes in, packed fudge comes out. You know, you're not making any fudge jokes that didn't get made in dev. Yeah, I love that people are like, "Hey, you guys, did you did you think about fudge packing jokes?" I yeah, we did. Remember, remember when that girl I dated for a while got a job putting fudge in boxes. <laughs> Yep, that was pretty funny. That's that's one where you know that everybody else is saying that too, but yeah. <laughs> uh, is Uncle Crimbo keeping the candy in Chester's van? Are they best buddies? No, man. Chester's a creep. Yeah, nobody's best buddies with him. Uh, he's his own best buddy. 
Hey guys, says the dog delusion. I know you've talked before about how you think that people are getting too damn many adventures these days. Also, the rent is too damn high. Crazy kids with their 400 plus adventures a day. I've seen a few things in the kingdom that have intentionally or not worked as turn sinks for this problem. Lucre farming, double adventure spending in the sea, and perhaps a few others. Two options, or two questions along these lines. Are there plans in the future for any more turn sinks to force slash encourage turn wealthy players to use some of their adventures for new things that will in effect balance out the ridiculous number of turns that they're getting? I suppose that when the sea is finished, it'll count. But what about a second zone with double or triple turn expenditure, more filthy lucre items, a meat gym where instead of meat slash turns for stats, you trade turns for a new currency that can in turn be used for awesome items? You know, I wish that from the very beginning, the turn cost of things had been variable so that we could have zones where it just cost three turns to adventure there. Mm -hmm. And you would decide whether you wanted to spend your turns there or not. Um, it's, it's, I, I think that people would reject that idea now. You know, I think that the two turn cost in the sea thing is just, is just deeply unpopular. Yeah. Um, it feels really punitive. He says, I know you've got a ton of challenge paths up your sleeve for the future, in addition to the already existing paths that restrict what you can consume and whatnot. If you don't mind talking about it, have you put any thought into the possibility or play mechanics of an X turns a day and that's it, buddy, challenge path, where consumption and extra rollover adventures would no longer work? I mean, that would just basically be like Hardcore Oxy, right? I mean, there could be spleenless Hardcore Oxy, which I... Maybe that would be fun for somebody, but you'd be hard-pressed to get very many of them done in a challenge season where that was the path. Right. WVO Quine says, would you guys ever consider making any non-item of the month tomes or gardens? They could be worse than the item of the month ones in every way, like a Zen garden that only grew pet rocks, or they could be powerful but hard to attain, like having some sweet cucumber seeds drop from a clan dungeon boss. <sighs> I like that idea, and I know when we put these things in, we were thinking, this could be a vector for, you know, we'll put a couple of them in the game, and then we'll have them available as items of the month as well. But we have yet to come up with an idea that we can underpower enough. To, yeah, it's hard to go like, hey, we should. this is a great idea. We should make this a little bit shittier and then not charge people for it. Yeah, we never we never really do that, right? Like we, And I mean, it's weird because like, I almost feel like... I don't know how real that... Like, I don't know how many people there are who play the game regularly and don't... Have. Like, because you can get these things without even giving us money, right? Like, I'm curious, out of a, out of the number of people who played today, how many of them have empty garden plots or any empty spaces on their bookshelf? Yeah. Right? Like, I'm sure that some people do, but I'm curious as to how many. And, I, and it's like, who are we serving by putting those things in there, you know? Yeah. You know, I guess with something like a Librum, uh, you know, I mean, we made a, no, a non-Mr. Store Librum. <laughs> It was, <laughs> right. but let's make it even harder to get and more expensive than a, uh, a Mr. Store one. But, you know, also, people always ask about this when there is, like, I think it'd be kind of silly for us to release a non-Mr. Store garden while there is a garden in the store, right? I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not one of those things where it's like, no way should we do this because of its impact on the bottom line, but we shouldn't, like, deliberately make less money, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The Dog Delusion says, I love this idea, speaking of this one, in every way possible. One of my earliest memories of playing KOL was trying to figure out how to fill every blank space in my campground, even with the bare bones of item available. A garden that only grows crappy food or a tome that does something equally ridiculous seems not too much to ask, maybe. Yeah, the other thing is that tomes are... We do them infrequently enough that they're kind of a pain in the ass. Like, they're enough of a pain in the ass that I always say, CD Moyer, do this for me instead of doing it myself, which always means that it's like 
it's not a thing that I can just do on a whim. You yeah. know, it's like a thing that like, all right, got a tome coming up. I need to assign that to somebody, and then when I come back tomorrow, it will be done. As opposed to like, oh, I got an idea for a tome, and I'm just gonna sit down and make it right now. Yeah, sit down and make it. With your mom, Erich says, "Bah humbug, Mister Skullhead, bah humbug." You have two Crimco employee handbook, chapter five. Use well, that plural is pretty funny. Will it be changed along with all the other used skill books? Sure. Also, any way to show our discovery score and our game generated signatures? It isn't part of the collector score. Uh huh. I don't know how hard that is to do. I haven't looked at that in a long time. Uh, weird. Dars. Sako quotes Dars, and I don't know if it's a post that isn't there anymore. Uh, because I can't tell you how happy I am to have seen somebody else post this. It's not to say that we should know every single surprise coming down the line, but the way that content is crawling out, it's extremely frustrating to gather ingredients for days before you know any of the uses for it. Even if we could make, like, one new recipe a day, that'd be pretty awesome. Instead, it's lots of tedium farming with periodic bursts of excitement. Well, uh, you know, it's like Billy Bob Thornton said in Bad Santa, they can't all be winners, kid. Yeah. Uh, it, it would be nice. You're right. It would be nice. And I would have, I would have felt, and uh, you know, I, I can admit this. I was a little, from from a standpoint of the amount of work that I had to do, I was. It bothered me a little that it was like, trickle, 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 gush, trickle, 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 gush. But it was hard for me to imagine a re- like what I didn't want to do was make it so all right so now there's one thing that you can make with these lollipop sticks or whatever and then have people trying all the other combinations or trying to paste them with other things or whatever like once once they became available to play with i wanted all of the things that you could do with them to be available so that people wouldn't try something see that it didn't work and then feel frustrated that they had to try everything again tomorrow like i think that would have been less pleasant i mean I, you know, it's it's easy to dismiss this complaint, but it would be, but it would be, I think, foolhardy to completely ignore the sentiment behind it, right? Like, it, we do, every one of these things is an experiment, right? And right. I was, I, I am, the uh, man. I hope the, I hope the last uh, bit of the advent calendar rolls out properly because that's happening in like five minutes. But tonight, tonight is basically the end of it, and I am, I am fully prepared to to admit. In, in this public forum that I was totally just making this shit up as I went along. Right. Right. There, there was a vague plan, but I I was never more than more than three days in front of the eight ball at any point this month while all this stuff was going on. I mean, we wrote we wrote the end thing today and I drew it and concept animated it today and it's it's gross. Uh but oh shit I don't know if your thing got put into Crimbo Channel that's easy that's easy enough um yeah yeah so you know I I, I don't want to just dismiss the, the criticism of the pacing of the thing because it's like this you know this was an experiment and it you know there are certainly things that can be learned from it um yeah I I don't know if I'm with that I think at the very least, it's less of a universal truth and more of a way that some people are encountering it. Mm-hmm. Because I went like, oh, a bunch of sucker sticks. I wonder what these will do. A bunch of gems. I wonder what these will do. And I was excited to like, how many fudgicules do I have? And like, I don't know what they're for, but I keep seeing new stuff, so I'm sure that yeah. they'll be in there at some point. 
And sure. I'm, I'm I, sure that both of those things are happening, and I'm not sure how you... I'm not sure that you need to crack the surprise for people who are just like, okay, this is a thing, now I have to know what it does. No, I'm not I'm not suggesting that wrecking the surprise is, is a thing that should happen, right? Like I, I am I am just suggesting that there the way that I paced this was not the only way to pace it, right? And I and I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna defend it because it was totally arbitrary, right? It was okay. acceptable and it does not merit complaining about at all. But it was but it was arbitrary. And I and I often I found myself when I was rolling this out, it's like, well fuck man, I keep doing these things where it's like We've added a new monster, but it's like one new item, zero new items, zero new items, zero new items, 18 new items was, was the pace of it, right? And, and I was like, eh. And it's just, it's just the way that it worked out. It's just with the things that I ended up deciding to do with all of the constituent elements of it, it wasn't like, you know, because they were a limited number of things that you were making anything out of and I wanted them to be available for several days, it just happened that way with yeah. everything. Although the, the the mine rolled out all at once, right? Because once you have them, that's it. There wasn't like some other mechanism that needed to come out to do something with that. So yeah, I don't know. I I am not listening to the haters on this shit at all. Yeah. Like I it is weird. The the one thing that that bemused me a little bit today was well, you know, the way that they're doing this present thing totally fucking blows, but at least it's not as retarded as that Secret Santa shit they did last year. It's like, oh, you mean that thing that almost nobody ended up complaining about after the fact? Because it's almost like we anticipated all of their uh, concerns and dealt with them. I mean, I'm sure that there's a handful of people who still have their panties in a twist, in a peppermint twist, a festive Yuletide peppermint twist about some shit that happened to them because of whatever because their secret Santa buddy died <laughs> yeah but not, not that that's funny but like uh, the um, I was a little bit annoyed that in, in Facebook and on the forums both we got people going great so we finally get to Crimbotown and it's just fucking buying presents for other people why can't we just have some shit that we can buy it's like cause it's Christmas yeah. And when it's Christmas, you buy presents for other people. And then people saying, like, well, you know, this is... It's perfectly possible to play this as a solo game every other time, but now you're we're expected to somehow just magically start collaborating with people. It's like, well... Yeah, but you don't have to collaborate with people. There are mechanisms in a place so that you don't yeah. have to collaborate with people. You can play this without ever talking to anyone. Yeah. And there's that worry, like, am I going to get all the stuff? Because I don't feel like being social, and they're forcing me to be social, and if I don't be social, am I going to get all the stuff? And then I just kind of go, well, fucking wait and see. And maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe we know what we're talking about. Like, by the time I got to the... uh, All of my responses have been kind of lighthearted and cajoling, I feel like. Yeah. But by the time I got to the thread, it was just, you know, trust us that and we're not in the business of screwing you over. And yeah. we do things like this because it's fun for fucking normal people to and, buy and presents also, for each other. It's, it, changing up the way that the Crimbo stuff works is a way for us to stay interested in it. And yeah. believe me, you want us to stay interested in this, right? If, if you have the best interest of the game at heart. And it's like, 
you, you know, that, that complaining, it, it's meaningless, right? It, it is not meaningless. Maybe they have some points and that there is something there's something that can be learned from them. But in this case, I think what is what we're learning from them is that there are some people that are always going to piss and moan no matter what you do, right? Uh-huh. Because if we did exactly the same thing as the thing that they like, the one time we got it right, then they would be pissed off and complaining that we just did the same thing again, you know? Right. And th- this, you know, the response to this has been overwhelmingly positive, even though it's it feels like a lot less went into this than went into previous year's crimbos. Right. Um, and, you know, that's great. That's great. And I think everybody's pretty happy. Bobo50814 says, best crimbo ever. Also, my first crimbo ever. Seriously, though, I'd like to thank you for the excellent content. I suppose I should ask a question. Were you tempted to give the kumquat super sucker a really dirty name? Uh, no. Never. I like your, your original joke for the description of kumquats. <laughs> have you discussed that on air because I think you should yeah I, th- I think I said it yeah, the, no usually just a couple of teaspoons um, I th- I, when I when I said it on the air last time I think somebody was laughing over it so I'm not sure that it actually got uh, got hurt um, I was I was right, like the Kleonis Kumkatsi was <laughs> it wasn't sure where I was going with that uh, it's hard it is, it is, you know, kumquat is a thing that I always wanted to avoid because it's just, it's one of those, like, it's like a rubber chicken, right? It's just like the go-to, like, oh, isn't this a funny word? Yeah. Um, root, like a rutabaga, you know? I don't want to put a rutabaga in the game. Although there might be a rutabaga. I don't fucking know. Eventually we run out of shit and we have to do all the shit we don't want to do. Right. Linguini Lad says, Sojik, what's the wildest slash craziest stuff you've ever done or had happen to you while you were drunk? Uh, I don't know. It's been so long since I got drunk out where stuff was going to happen to me. I had crazy drunken adventures. I don't know that I've had that many. I, um, I mean, the only thing that I do drunk that I wouldn't do sober is throw up a lot. So. I mean, I talk to a lot more people. I am a lot more. I am a lot more like sort of outgoing when I'm really drunk. Yeah. Um. Huh. Here in Japan, says the dog delusion. McDonald's has an item on the breakfast menu called Makat Dog with Chili. That's right. Chili dogs for breakfast in Japan. What's the craziest thing you've ever eaten for breakfast? Uh, when did these <laughs> questions turn into a, like a Barbara Walters interview? <laughs> Or like a game of truth or dare, where everybody's being really boring. Yeah. Truth. Truth. When do we get to the part where somebody takes off their clothes and runs around the house? Mm. Ow, my lap says, this crimbo is a big anti-poop joke. Well done, gentlemen. (sighs) Anti-poop joke? What? Yeah, if there's one thing that we firmly and strongly feel, it's that poop is lame. Do we? Well, yeah, like, anti-poop joke like nobody should <laughs> nobody should ever defecate um Diabolico says I have a question about sending gifts to the needy if I send a lot of hundred stocking suppers to the needy is it sending all 100 to a single bum or splitting it up between multiple good for nothing hobos according to who is the neediest it used to be sending it all to one person and as of the middle of today it started distributing them because we were like oh shit that's totally the wrong way to go about doing that right um, so now now it spreads them out. And it also limits you to 100 so that you can't make the thing get in a loop that takes too long to actually execute. Yeah. 
Uh, Hi Bulb says, is there a reason Uncle Crimbo isn't interested in my candy necklace or cocoa eggs? Uh, you know, we white like we made a whitelist of everything that was available to go in there, so it either got overlooked or there was some reason that Hot Stuff decided not to make it available. Uh, Capacomica says, in the leaflet quest, after going through the forest, would it be possible to to tell the moon you've slain the serpent, found the sword, and walked among the trees? Sorry if you've gotten this question before. It's a reference to one of TMBG's venue songs, by the way. Dallas, to be specific. You know, I have completely lost touch with everything that They Might Be Giants does. I have lost touch with everything that's not an album. Yeah. What's that, venue songs? They did a bunch of like minute long kind of tossed off songs based on the venues that they played in and then put it out as a like an online only EP. What? An online only EP? That doesn't sound like the sort of weird shit they would do. And that's like, yeah. I can, I think they're a band that can very easily just kind of fuck around and come up like half ass some songs up real quick and put them up for download. Uh-huh. And I or down to, for upload. Yeah. You're down for upload. And I just tend to ignore that shit. Because, honestly, have you listened to the Else, though? Or not I the Else. Have you listened to the new one? Join us. I don't think that I have, no. You should, because it is really, really good. Okay. I mean, I, is it a They Might Be Giants album? Yeah, I'm going to say this, and it's going to wreck it for you, but I, sure. I feel like it's as good as, uh, like, John Henry. How many tracks are on it? Like eighteen. Yeah, okay, that's that's more like it. I always thought that uh, was a weird complaint, though. Like the spine had thirteen tracks, and it just didn't have any bad tracks on it. Well, it, it's it was all it's correlation and, and no not causation, right? And I don't, I don't actually. There are almost no songs on any of their first like five albums that I think are bad songs. But there are songs that feel like filler. <clears throat> like, to me, like... As I mean, much you, as don't I, like, you don't like, like, Boat of Car, right? Yeah. Well, like, as like much as I... I like Hall of Heads. It just scared me okay. back in the day. As much as I like, say, Shoehorn with Teeth, is it is that album really diminished if that's not on there? Uh, yeah. Is it I essential? It is. I, I don't... I, I You know... <sighs> I mean, nothing is essential, right? And sure, it so it would like Lincoln minus Shoehorn with Teeth would be a better album than Lincoln minus Anna Ang or Lincoln minus Purple Toupee, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, I, I I don't know. I just I listen to those albums as albums so much that yeah. I don't I don't think of any part of them as being dispensable with. Dis with dispensable. <laughs> yeah, with with dispensable. Uh, but you know, and like I said, it's not. It's just a correlation that the one the, the they might be giants albums that have more tracks on them are the ones that I like more than the ones with fewer tracks on them. And I think it's just because both of those things, the, both the extent to which I like them and the average track count decreased over time. Yeah, I think it's like the first one that had like ten tracks on it was Factory Showroom, which was kind of weak. Overall. Yeah, Factory Showroom is one where I feel like there were maybe four good songs on it and then a bunch of filler. Yeah, and then there wasn't all that much filler either. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and it's like like the bell the bells are ringing or whatever the name of that song is. That is a that like that is just a fucking full on. They might be giants song. Until right, my head spiral. falls off. Yeah, spiraling shape like that. But 
but they're you know I, I like I feel like it just got into that point where it's like well there's the Linnell songs and there's the Flansburg songs and the Flansburg right. songs are like yep there's a rock song they started you know and it's not bad yeah. but it, it's just not with the spine they started reintegrating again I feel like and with Join Us, it's just like, there are tracks where you actually have one of them singing lead and one of them singing backup, which hardly ever happened in the last couple. I mean, I remember the first few albums often not knowing which of them was singing. Right. And that's just not a thing that would happen with the latter-day ones. And, you know, I, like, I really like Cyclops Rock, for instance, right? But that's just clearly, like, that might as well have been on a, on a monopuff album. Yeah. The Linnell songs tend to sound more like they might be giant songs, it seems like. Yeah. Although he can get kind of uninspired, where it's just like, hey, you know how I write wacky songs where I talk about the bee of the bird of the moth, or, you know, just shit that doesn't really make any sense? Like, here's one of those. Yeah. But yeah, Join Us, seriously, is the truth. Okay. Captain Kirk writes, When you dig in the gummy mine, you sometimes get the message, you carve out a chunk of color gummy already in convenient ingot form. Is this a reference to Skyrim, since you guys have been talking about it on Video Games Hot Dog for the past month? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess there were ingots in that game that you made out of ore. So, sure, sure, it was a reference to Skyrim. Uh, the Nuge says, How do you, as the powers that be, decide when something uh, should be an announcement slash update and when something should be a trivial? I ask this given the nature of the comet pop change and seeing a number of people complain about not being informed about it. I don't question the change, just curious as to the decision-making regarding informing the players of certain decisions. I would also ask about changes that aren't announced at all, but I honestly can't think of any off the top of my head. Sure, someone will surely remind me later. Yeah, you know, it's like everything we do, we're just kind of winging it all the time, right? right. I... For for some reason, I am always reluctant to post announcements in a way that I didn't used to be, right? And and honestly, I think it might be because of the Twitter integration, hmm. right? When I post, when I'm like, well, if I post five trivial updates, that's going to put, you know, that's going to potentially send somebody five text messages if they have us followed like that on Twitter, which I know that, you know, there are people who do, Right. And, and that sucks, and that shouldn't be a thing that I'm concerned about, but I, but I think on some level it is. Um, you know, I'm never wanting to overdo it, but then it's like I, I, always, I always feel like an asshole. I don't feel like an asshole. I feel like I look like an asshole when I go to post the announcement about the item of the month, and the previous announcement is the one about the previous item of the month. Because it's not like we didn't do anything in that month besides try and get people to give us money, but it now looks like we didn't do anything except get people to try to give us money. Right. Try to get people to give us money. Try to get money. Try get get money. Get um, you know announcements are a thing that everyone like. In my mind, the difference between an announcement and a trivial update is an announcement is a thing that should be meaningful to the majority of people who play the game, and a trivial update is a thing that is not going to have an, a, a real serious impact on the way that most people experience the game. Right? Yeah. You know, like the And also, so the comma pop thing, that was a hot stuff, realizing based on what he saw that he had, that he had committed a boner, and then <laughs> saying, ah, yeah, we really can't let that stand. 
Right. And a lot of people disagree with the reasoning, and we can talk about that, uh, you know, with with him here on the on the on the Thursday show or whatever. But like, you know, they were like, "Well, it's bullshit. It just made it so the optimum thing went from playing Porco to farming these jewels." And it's like, "Well, okay, but that's better. It's better that the optimum thing, that the optimal thing for this Crimbo event is part of this Crimbo event, because that's what so. it, that's how it was supposed to be, right? And the reason that we the reason that this got fixed, the reason that the pops got nerfed, is because we fucked it up, right? Like the way it is now is the way that we intended for it to be. Um, and you know, you can argue that he that he over nerfed it or whatever. You can argue that it like this was a kick in the this was a this was a, a punch in the face, a slap in the dick. Uh, that's <laughs> what they say, right? To to everybody who. It was farming the isotopes but didn't spend them all in the beginning, right? And, you know, I'll tell you this. I, if there hadn't been a post in the forums announcing to the world that running this script that we've helpfully provided in this thread is the optimal way to get these candy credits, uh... I probably wouldn't have merited nerfing. If one person had told us about it, we would have probably said, ah, you know, that's a clever thing. But it's like, it gets to be like every fucking thing else in this, like, information wants to be free horse shit. It's like, well, okay, information wants to be free, and I guess markets want to be boring. Yeah. Like, if, if, if people who had figured out that this was the optimal thing to do had just kept it to themselves and benefited from it, and and I think... I think people look at that viewpoint and think, well, that goes against your sort of egalitarian hippie leanings. But, like, it doesn't, right? Because everyone had the opportunity to figure that out. Yeah. I, As a guy who, you know, maybe wasn't as, as, as popular with the ladies as he uh, as, as he felt he, he would have liked to have been when he was younger and, you know, has always had trouble getting along with people and then has, has through through hard work, uh, become become, you know, kind of successful... I would like to think that the world operates somewhat as a meritocracy. <laughs> um, and coming, you know, from my position of white privilege, as I do, of course it seems like the world is a meritocracy, you know. Well, in certain cases, the world is a meritocracy. There, But for every you, there are like a thousand people who are doing really cool shit and backbreaking poverty, so. Sure. In your case, sure. Absolutely. You did something really cool that found an audience and got the respect and and income that it deserved. Yeah. Well. Anyway, what I what I'm getting at is, like, it would it would have been okay for a handful of people to be doing that, but once everybody was doing it, and probably everybody wasn't even doing it. I'm guessing that it was just a slightly larger handful of people that were doing it. But once it got out there, then it became distasteful, right? And you know, yeah. just, just whatever, whatever. Uh, the people who are the people who are upset about that change are not gonna let, but we feel better about it, be a reason to do it. And you know what? It's not. It's not any more their game than it is the silent majority's game. Yeah. Yeah, because like Maharito says, I don't think the comic pop decision was difficult to figure out at all. I know, says Lord Bitchelot, this is a bit silly to ask. No, this is actually totally not silly. This is a reasonable question. But how will the presence interact with Ascension? I see epic consumables in there, at least. Will it be possible to open them in run, uh, send them to people after Crimbo? I would just like to avoid seeing some crazy people do some silly two-day hardcore that won't be topped in forever because somebody was willing to ascend on Christmas. Though I guess if they chose to do so, more power to them. Um, 
anything that will have a significant impact on runs, we will probably not let you. We'll probably put it in a gift package when you pull it out. Um, I'm not too worried about it in general, but like, also, if we if we did just let people pull them out, keep in mind that doing a silly two day hardcore run, it'll top the boards for sixty days, right? Like, it's you know, it's it's not forever. People get used to using KOLDB and thinking of these things as being genuinely unassailable because they don't actually care about our leaderboards anymore. Right. Because KOLDB's leaderboards are just better. But they also... KOLDB's level of scrutiny doesn't give us the wiggle room that the level of scrutiny we decided to put in in the leaderboards gave us. What with the rolling nature. Nature. Fred Levi says, it's fun to hear you talk about Xmas, and if you read that, you have to say Xmas because that's the way I would say it if I were talking to you in person. I do it ironically, so it's okay. Xmas. Decorations. Oh, wait, it's fun to hear you talk about Xmas decorations. Personally, I quite like the soft glow of LEDs and managed to make the switch over last year. The one thing I don't like is the mixing of the two kinds because they have entirely different luminances that don't go together at all. I think they've invented warm LEDs that look more like the yellow of the old white lights and even pure white LEDs that look literally white and not light blue. I have yet to eh. see anything of, the nat- of that nature. Yeah. Especially in Christmas decorations. Uh, every once in a while, I will see some of those really deep blue LED Christmas lights, and they're just, they're hard to look at. They're not, they don't ever get into focus. Yeah. It, like, every once in a while, you will see a sign on a building that's lit up in that color blue, and you think, why the fuck did anybody, why would they make a sign that looks like that? You just can't look at it. It seems like if you made... A large enough oval out of that color blue, you could walk into it into a parallel universe. Because it, it just seems like it's on the edge of two realities or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just really not unnatural quite blue. Yeah. Glad to hear. I'm glad to hear somebody else. I have that. seen, though, the there's a company called Switch that is making LED light bulbs that are just gorgeous. Like, oh, yeah. actual, like, you wouldn't want to put a shade on a lamp if you had one of them. They're liquid-cooled, so it's a little bulb full of liquid, and then with the LEDs arranged in a circle, and they glow yellow, and they ha- they have to have an aluminum heat sink on the bottom of it, so they made it look kind of Art Deco and cool. And uh, as soon as those go on the market, I'm totally putting them in my home. Really? I That seems like one of those things that, like, unless you were doing it just for the environmental benefit, like... Uh, LED light bulbs are so expensive that like this one there the price point they want to hit is about 30 bucks yeah which is expensive for a light bulb but if it's a light bulb that lasts even like any longer than 10 times a regular light bulb and you're kind of neutral right light bulbs yeah I wonder though like I, I mean I this is one of those things that I have a hard time actually thinking about the math but like a given light bulb in my house am i gonna spend thirty dollars on regular light bulbs replacing that for the rest of my life right and i don't think that, i don't think it's a foregone conclusion at all that i would um so these yeah. last for i so i use a handful of compact fluorescence in places where i care that there is light but i don't want to spend any time there uh-huh like those little floor lights in the hallway that are mostly just like scorpion guarding lights like so that I can walk there barefoot and like the lights in the garage ones that are like that I don't use very often that are a pain in the ass to change yeah. then I'll use compact fluorescents just because they last a lot longer I 
went through enough of a liberal guilt period that I tried to find lights that I could live with for most of the lights in the house for fluorescence. Yeah. So, like, eventually found the ones that didn't look like an office building 20 years ago. So, like, there are some, there are some that are fine. For yeah. a, but, like, for the chandelier in my kit, my uh, dining room, they just have to be incandescence. I mean, here especially, the, it, it, is, it is nearly impossible for me to feel any guilt about using old school light bulbs that are, like, the ones that came with my house, right? I mean, right. I, like, I bought, like, $50 worth of light bulbs when I bought this house. I just went around and was like, all right, I need some of these, some of these, some of these. And, like, I've just been using those for however long I've lived here. Like, turning down my air conditioner by one degree would be five times as effective in using less energy as replacing all of my light bulbs with more expensive, shittier light bulbs. Right? Yeah. And so it, it, it's like, it's just one of these order of magnitude things where like a light bulb is just right there and in your face and it's a thing that people will talk about and it's like, it, it is the idea that they're like, that that uh, regular light bulbs would be outlawed, right? That just seems yeah. kind of crazy to me. Right? Although there and, are, you know, like there are lights in my house that are on all the time. Down in the basement, there are lights that are on pull strings, and I've read way too many Stephen King books to have my basement be this pitch black place where I fumble around looking for pull strings. Yeah. So, those are fluorescents, and they're yeah, on. The, the only lights that I leave on all the time are like the like the ones that I was talking about the 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 little floor lights in like the hallway and the stairs. But yeah, I don't know. You know, anyway, like we had this when we were talking to Richard Gary, and he was talking about like sort of after he went to space and came back, he was freaking out about his environmental impact, and so he like spent you know multiple tens of thousands of dollars replacing all of the the light bulbs in his house with LED lights and then he was like wow that was fucking stupid that like so like that was not even a big enough amount of electricity to call it a drop in the bucket compared to like his irrigation pumps and his air conditioning yeah you know and and it's and it's it's like easy for me to get behind that sentiment because like I don't really like I like traditional light bulbs you now because I also resist change what you could do is just move somewhere where you don't have to have your air conditioning on all the time. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, you know, the, like, it is very ecologically responsible to live in an extremely dense urban environment, right? Yeah. Like, the carbon footprint, the carbon footprint of the average person in, like, you know, in the, in the parts of New York or San Francisco that I like is so much smaller. Like, I would love to live somewhere that I didn't have to have a car. You know, I would love it if yeah. the real estate market hadn't tanked and trapped me here. Because I would totally go somewhere where I didn't have to deal with this. You think right? you would? Really? What's that? Uh, you really? I just don't. I don't think of you as the moving kind. Yeah, I mean, it's. I was when I moved to Phoenix. I was not planning on spending the rest of my life here, and I don't think. I don't think I've become a guy who's planning on spending the rest of his life here. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Oh, so that, uh, all, that all this thing that was linked on Twitter? Yes. Is now linked on Boing Boing as a new startup. All this is advertising. You can buy time with some of us at Boing Boing using its service. You can't. We haven't signed up. It's just created a sleazy opt-out system and thrown in everyone it can think of. Hey, cool. <laughs> so it just well, said, like, hey, you can I mean, it was, it was posted by that company, right? Yeah. Like, so they must just be looking at people with followers. But, you know, I mean, is that sleazy? I guess if they 
It's a I, little that, you bit, know, yeah. them telling me about it didn't make me think that I had signed up for something. So I don't know why it would make anybody else think I had signed up for something. Yeah, who knows? But Cory Doctorow has just given it the kiss of death. Yeah. Thanks for playing all this. Fixer says, thanks so much for bringing back game-assisted gifting. I love being able to send untradeable stuff to random strangers. Hopefully sending stuff to Eric isn't fatal every year. Hey, come on. Ouch. Uh, Wallop says, I played every Crimbo except last year's, and this is definitely the most fun. Could you talk about why you made some of the design decisions you did? Progressively deepening content, the items whose uses are implemented later, the force giveaway system. Ah, it's just fun. Uh, also, there's a lot of turn-gen stuff this Crimbo. Three epic foods, one epic booze, one of the most powerful pieces of rollover equipment. Gotten the impression from previous shows that you didn't like all the hundreds of turns players were milking out of the game. Could you talk about why you went this route? I mean, we didn't add anything that was any better than anything that already existed. So... It's, you know, it's not, it's not a big deal. Hmm. And I mean, the, you know, the fact that I don't like the power creep doesn't mean that the situation that created the power creep in the first place isn't still there. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Uh, oh, place. did you know that the code for that boss fight is showing the image smaller than it should be? Is it? Yeah, it's coming out like a... Oh, shit. You must have had that open in another tab when I fixed that. Oh, I must have had it open in another... Yeah. In that, another, that, that, like, another yeah, computer. You, you stepped on... You stepped on uh, w- one of us stepped on the other's edits. And so, yeah, I'll fix that. Anyway, I'll fix that off the air. All right. Because, hey, we should get off this air. Yep. Let other people have it. Alright, um, happy holidays, and actually, you know, if you're into Christmas, Merry Christmas, because I enjoy saying that. And, uh, we'll see you next year. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>